out there to all people, and disloyal henchmen, this is Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. I'm Brandon, and with me is the guy that loves a home-cooked meal of roasted clown, Cortland. How are you doing, Cortland? I'm doing good, Brandon. I actually like my clowns in water, though, but that's fine. Um, spoilers, first of all. Jeez, you little asshole. Spoilers, whole 30-year-old episode. <laughs> it's not spoilers unless you know it's a spoiler. Oh, okay. I didn't spoil a thing. Anyway, <laughs> how are you doing, Brandon? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, uh, man. I've been better. Tell me about it. Tell me everything. I'm here for you. Okay. So here's the story. Dish. Earlier yes. this week. What's the tea? My my kids were making Easter hats. Okay. Sounds lovely. I don't know where this is going yet. I love it so far. All right. Well, I'll, you'll know as soon as I say the word. Okay. And part of this Easter hat craft kit they had was a little jar of glitter. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you looked a little bit sparkly today. I thought maybe you were just a vampire. <laughs> yeah, you thought I was just, you know, cosplaying my favorite series, but no, I'm I'm covered head to toe in glitter. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many showers I take, this never washes off. This is your life now, man. It is, it is part of me, and I... I've got to learn to embrace it. I'm not there yet. Uh, I'm still very. You're in the denial stage still. (laughs) But someday, someday I'll get there. Oh well, my condolences to your new glitter life. Um, (laughs) Dude, that sucks. I hate glitter. I hate glitter so much. Why is it allowed? Like, why are we allowed to have this stuff? Well, see, the problem with glitter that I have, like, I hated it growing up. Like, I hate glitter. One time, I remember. I don't remember if you were there or not, because. You know, in sixth grade, somebody dumped a whole bucket of glitter on my head, and it was the worst experience ever. So I've hated glitter for a very long time, but I have a new hatred for glitter, and I know you know this too, because you're probably thinking about it right now, is there's that story on Imager of that girl that got a piece of glitter in her eye, and then she got infected, and she had to to take her eyeball out because of glitter! Oh my god, yes. I, man... Like, the first thing that happened when this glitter got everywhere was I was like, get it out of their eyes! Get it out of everyone's eyes! Like, no, they're gonna go blind! I think about that story, like, once a day. Yeah. For years now. Uh, Yeah, fuck glitter. Fuck glitter, yeah. I don't know how they put it in makeup. I don't know. I just... Everybody's eye, like... If you use glitter, there's like a 100% chance that you're going to come out with no eyeballs. (laughs) It's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's when, (laughs) not if. Oh, my God. Well, my my week was less glitter-packed. Yeah? What did I do? Was it packed with anything else? Let me think here. What did I do? I didn't do a lot. It was, a, it was one of those weeks where it just kind of went by in a flash, and now it's Saturday again, and then we're recording a podcast, so... I don't think anything really exciting happened. Give me a minute. Something might be coming. Um, no. <laughs> no, nothing good. Did you just turn your camera off because I turned into a robot again? Yes. Your internet. I'm hoping that, uh, yeah. Your internet can't handle two will, uh, things. Solve some bandwidth. <laughs> it can't handle talking and looking at something at the same time. Oh my god. Yeah. It's uh, a nightmare. I'd be interested to see what your internet speed test results look like. Oh my god. I, I mean, I could show you. It's like... Like five megabytes per second. <laughs> if that. 
I'll do it right now. Okay. Live. Live. Now, hold on. Got to wait for the page to load. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Hitting the go button. All right. It's going. Connecting. This is riveting stuff. Oh, I'm sure you'll edit this down to a tight one minute. two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it still says connecting. I don't know. All right, never mind. You know what? Fuck it. I don't care. You can send me this screenshot right. later. Sure. Okay. Let's get the show on the road, man. Okay. We talked uh, about Twitter, so that's good enough. We. So we just watched Night of the Living Dummy, three part two. Yeah. Three two. Thirty two. Um, yeah. Cortland? Yes, Brandon. I know we were both a little, uh, you know, not the hottest on uh, part one. There yeah. was a lot of buildup, not much action. So, what do you think? Do you think part two redeemed the story? Mm, redeemed is a strong word. Um, I thought there were some really cool parts in part th- two. Okay. Uh, uh, Night Living Dummy 3 part two. I thought there were some cool parts. Um, overall, I feel like it was kind of like a roller coaster ride a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. now, Brandon, I need you to know, I've never been on a roller coaster, <laughs> so. <laughs> never? No, never been on one. And, um, I don't think I'm using that term correctly. There were some highs and there were some lows. Okay. That sounds like a roller coaster. Were there any loop-de-loops? No, there's no loop-de-loops. Well, maybe at the very end, there might be one loop-de-loop, but, um, okay. it's really short and, uh, you don't even feel it when you're going on it, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so not the best kind of roller coaster. No, if I were to directly compare this to Night of Living Dummy Part 2, Night of Living Dummy Part 2 is way better. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, this didn't have, like, the family talent show, which... <sighs> that was the best part. Yeah, it really, like, wraps the whole story together. Yeah. It tried to with Dad, but it failed. It didn't do it right. No justice given to that family talent show. Um, I do gotta say, I know that we kind of dunked on the dummy being, like, Mostly human, sometimes just the dummy's face. Like, that's, like, how it is in part two, obviously, because it's the same episode. Um, Mm -hmm. I do like the cuts they do, where it's cuts between somebody in the suit versus the dummy, like, Like, that, it it still didn't look great, but, like, I can appreciate it. I think the the dummy dummy still looks pretty good. Yeah. So, like, the close-ups where they can, you know, get away with using a real dummy, like, it still looks good. And, like, the long shots where he's got to move around, like, hey, that's what they're working with. That's necessity. They couldn't build a robot that runs around and chokes children. I don't know. I wish. But um, that's besides the point. I don't know. They did what they they did, and it's not bad. It's like, this isn't a bad episode. It's not like, you know, what was that one with Mask Mutant? Like, it's not that bad. Spoilers for next week. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should just, All right. let's just get into we, it. We should get into it, yeah. Let's get into it. Let's dive into so it. Because so much happens into the story, right? Like, so much. Yeah, except for the parts where nothing happens. But we'll get to that. Yeah. So the episode begins on a bright, sunny morning. Mm-hmm. Zane, who, you know, you gotta remember, is Hayden Christensen. So yes. just imagine him tiny and... Yes. Unrecognizable Hayden Christensen. Got it. Mostly unrecognizable, yes. So he's struggling to cut the grass with a push mower. Yeah, by push mower, we mean one that was built in 1805, okay? This is the one that's just like some blades on a 
a wheel and you like and you push it and it cuts grass maybe yeah i've never used one of those have you uh so my dad i know he used to collect like old antique stuff and he had mm-hmm. one of these and i was going to use it once but then um i didn't because i didn't want to like fuck up the grass with it Okay. Okay. Yeah. I've always wanted to use one because in my mind, they like work perfectly. So in my mind, I was always like, why did we ever stop using these? Like you don't need gas yeah, or anything to use it. It just seems like perfect. You just push it and it cuts the grass. But I imagine it is probably uh, real shit if the grass isn't already super low. Yeah. Like remember that one time it flooded in Australia and you had to use the machete to get to your yard? I don't think it would be very good for that situation. Probably not. Overall, it sucks. Yeah, I bet. But I still want to try one. Well, every day you get further from that, you know, Brandon? Sometimes you just gotta you just gotta go to the antique shop, buy that old-ass lawnmower that nobody else wants and nobody's gonna use, and you say, I'm I'll sure. give you 50 cents, sir, and he'll say, deal! And then you take it home. I'm sure they still make them. I sh- I'm sure I could go to a hardware oh, store yeah. and it's just there. You know, there's an Etsy shop of somebody, section. like, crafting these. You can find it on uh, Reddit, r slash DIY. People make them all the time. All right. I'll check. <laughs> no, I won't. I know. So Zane's cousins, Trina and Daniel, come outside now, holding cold glasses of lemonade mm. and making fun of him for having trouble mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. Daniel tells Zane not to forget to trim around the trees and that he'll have to get on his hands and knees with the shears. Mm. One time when I was little, I wanted to take scissors and cut the grass. I was dumb, okay? <laughs> that sounds way worse than the push mower. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not intelligent. <laughs> hey, it'll keep kids busy for a long time. I should give that to Lance. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's torture. <laughs> He's cutting one blade at a time. Oh my god. I'm doing it! Like, okay, only like six million more to go, bud. <laughs> yeah, keep going. You're doing good, buddy. So Zane is like, alright, look, I'm sorry I ruined that sweet dinner your mom made, and I'm sure your parents hate me just as much as you both do. Trina and Daniel don't say anything, so Zane goes, Okay, fine. Back to work. Zane. But then Trina offers him her lemonade. Mm-hmm. saying that he needs it more than her. And she says that their parents aren't mad at him. They're just surprised that he could pull off such a sick goof. Yeah, it's true. Then the kids all start talking about how cool it was that he set up all these overly elaborate scenarios involving dummies. And we pull back to the window in the house where Dad oh, no. is having a little spy. <gasps> Dad, what the fuck? Shouldn't he be at work? He should be... His work is dummies. Mm. <laughs> He's at work, okay. baby. Let me refresh that. Mom, shouldn't you be at work? <laughs> Dad turns to Mom and says, They're talking again. It looks as if our crisis has been successfully diffused. Yeah, like this was his plan. Yeah, it wasn't planned at all. He's just spying. <laughs> Dad says, So you think it's safe to go out tonight? And Mom is like, Oh, oh yeah. Oh, if yeah. anyone ever needed a night out, it's you and me. Yeah, because he just got away from that whole family for, like, a week or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, another night off with he the kids. He can't get sure. enough time away from these two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. Let's let's get you out of this. Get the parents out of here so we can have a proper Goosebumps episode. Yeah. Though, like, I'm gonna miss them. Because, uh, spoilers, they're not 
in this episode, really, after this. True. And I kind of goofed on Dad in the first part, but... Okay. He's, uh... He's a fucking weirdo, he's got, man. I mean... <laughs> he, he is a weirdo, but, like, he's got a personality, whereas mm-hmm. most of these other characters don't. Okay, fair enough. They're just, they're just like... Just like blank slates. Yeah, I think that's my problem with the episode too. Is that they don't they don't really have any character development, really. No, there's like kid that likes to prank, other kid that likes to prank but is a little bit sympathetic, and then kid that's scared but also does pranks. Wow. Yeah. Really encapsulated the moments of this episode. Yes. Yeah. So mom and dad are having a little smooch. <gasps> And in the background, between mom and dad, we see Rocky, the ventriloquist dummy, dragging some other dummies into another room. Holy shit. And behind him is Slappy, carrying some more dummies. Yeah, so, um, can I spoil something really quick? Spoil away, my man. Okay. I thought Slappy was gonna make more dummies alive, but he does not. Yeah, I definitely thought that was the play. I thought we were gonna get an army of dummies. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's just two. And they have the dummies. The dummies are there, and it seems like all he has to do is breathe into them, which takes Hmm. half a second. So there's nothing stopping him other than the budget for Goosebumps to have all these dummies. I'm thinking it was budgetary reasons. I want to say, I've never read the book, but I'm betting that in the book that more dummies come alive. That's my guess. TJ on Twitter will let me know. Thank you. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts is, like, we'll post the episode on Tuesday, and then TJ will be like, here's how it's different than the book. And I read every one of them, and I love it. (laughs) You need to know. I mean, I'm not going to read them. I don't have that. Yeah, if only we put that kind of research into every episode ourselves. (sighs) Beyond us. Beyond us. We only have so much time. (laughs) Later that night, we see Mom and Dad running to the car, giggling like a couple of school kids cutting class. Mm -hmm. They take off. And we zoom in on Slappy, staring at them through a window. Yeah. It's a good thing this house is a giant mansion, or else they might have accidentally saw that the dummies are alive already. Yeah. But they don't. Whew. Dad would just be like, oh, cool, and then drive off. <laughs> good luck, kids. Bye. <laughs> Somewhere else in the house, the kids are sitting on a bed. Zane is playing backgammon with Trina, and Daniel is flipping through a TV guide. He says, cool. There's a monster movie marathon starting at 9. Okay. Zane asks when the parents are getting home, and Trina tells him, Really late. We can scare ourselves silly. Well, they kind of zoom back a little bit, and the clock says it's already 8.36. So, they don't, I mean, if a monster movie marathon starts at 9 o'clock, they could theoretically only watch, like, two movies at the most before they're going to bed, or mom and dad come home. That's what I was thinking. Like, with commercials. Ugh. Never mind. One movie max. <laughs> it's going to be like 11 o'clock by the time, like, Swamp Fixins or whatever is over. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, unless mom and dad are going to be at the bar until 2 a.m. when last call happens or something, like, I don't know. Yeah. They should have started a little bit sooner is where I'm going with this. Yeah. Trina asks the others if they want a drink, oh. and then she leaves the room. Getting saucy up in there with those kids. Yeah. It's movie marathon night. Things get crazy. They're gonna bust out fucking Gatorades or something. I don't know. They drank all the lemonade. They each have a two... Remember when we used to have, like, just two liters of pops that we would drink? Yes. That was awesome. I I thought about that after (laughs) she said, let's get some drinks. And I was like, oh my god, me and Brandon used to just have two liters, and then we would play, like, I don't know, Blinks the Time Sweeper or some bullshit. (laughs) 
<laughs> ah, good times. Good ah, times. Coco Loco or whatever on the on the PSP Monster Hunter. Coco Loco. Yeah, I don't. What's that called? Loco Roco. Loco Roco. Yeah. Oh, I love that game. We used to play so much fucking Monster Hunter on the PSP though. That shit was dope. It's still dope. Yeah, but I don't want to play it anymore. <laughs> Fine. Unless, unless you downstairs. You do. no, I'm downstairs, Trina grabs some drinks from the fridge, and then turns around. And when she does, she sees a couple of dummies hanging from the ceiling fan as it spins around. Mm-hmm. She yells out for Zane, and when he and Daniel come into the room to see what's the hubba, Trina says, "You really don't know when to stop, do you?" Zane denies it, of course, but Trina says, Who else could have done it? Zane just stares straight ahead and says, Whoever did that? And we see a water cooler with a dummy curled up into the fetal position inside the water bottle. That's pretty cool. That is cool. It's even got the water in it still. How'd they do that? I don't know. It's movie magic. (laughs) They cut it out and then they put the dummy in and then they put it back. (laughs) I think... Mm-hmm. They smashed it into tiny pieces and then ah. put them in the bottle and then like reconstructed it inside the bottle with like long tweezers. <laughs> that's yeah, that's probably that's probably what it was. <laughs> yeah. Daniel blames Zane for this trick, but Zane blames him right back. There's a quick little shuffling sound from behind them, and when they turn around, they see Slappy sitting on the dining room table with his arms crossed. Yeah, he looks so dapper. He does. He's a... Is he... Let's see. Is he a doll right now, or is he a person? I think he's a person. I think he's a person. Because if you look closely, I think you can see him moving while he's breathing. Yeah, he's a person. Trina says, He wasn't there a minute ago. Zane starts to walk closer, and then stops, saying, Come on, you guys are pulling something. When I was pretending to be afraid of the dummies... I did a much better job than that. Daniel and Trina just stand there looking at the dummy. And Daniel says, We ain't pretending. I just gotta say, Cortland. This kid, this Daniel kid, Mm -hmm. he looks so much like Mark from Home Improvement. I thought the same thing. I was like, like, is he Mark? And he's not Mark. No. Well, we looked him up last episode. (laughs) He wasn't Mark. Yeah. I thought that both episodes. And like, even though I knew it wasn't him, I was like, meh. He looks like Mark. Mark would have been a little bit older at this point anyway, I think, right? This is like 96, Probably. 97 at the latest. and Yeah, Home Improvement was like half over by then. Yeah, but if you put this kid in Home Improvement, I wouldn't have even noticed. <laughs> if they just recast him. Trina brings up the fact that Slappy kicked Zane the day before. Zane says he just figured that Dad was playing a trick or hit a wrong lever or something on accident. Trina says Dad wouldn't do that. And besides, that doesn't explain how Slappy got here now. Mm-hmm. Dumbass. It's true. Zane is like, oh, hell no, I'm not falling for this shit again. He stares right into Slappy's giant green eyes, bends over, oh my God. and begs the doll to kick him in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> this is peak Hayden Christensen, yes. <laughs> He's just like slapping his butt, like, come on, yeah, kick me. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I don't even... Oh I, that happened and I was just like, <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah. Hayden Christensen presenting his butt to a dummy, slapping it, <laughs> waiting for something to happen. <laughs> Out of context, that's... It's primo stuff. Yeah, it is. 
<laughs> I know what the gift this Slappy. week will be. <laughs> <laughs> Slappy just sits there for a second, so Zane declares victory. But then, Slappy's puppet eyebrows angle downward, and his tiny foot flips forward and kicks Zane. Mm-hmm. The force of the tiny kick knocks him to the ground. Yeah, he plays soccer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Football, Brandon. We call it soccer here. Really, do you? I didn't expect that. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's soccer. Interesting. Because football is like rugby. Oh, jeez. This is getting way too sports for me. (laughs) Yeah. Gotta change the subject quick. Hurry. Glitter. (laughs) It's the opposite of sports. Oh, no. Not glitter again. Okay, Uh, so after Slappy kicks him, he looks at the boy and says, You didn't say please! Hopping off the table. (laughs) Slappy is like, What's the matter, Zane? I thought we was gonna be buddies! The kids all run, and Slappy, like the six foot four person in a suit, follows them in pursuit. (laughs) He's not that tall, but yeah. He's very tall. He's like as tall as them. It's like a child in the suit. (laughs) (laughs) The kids run into a sitting room with a huge rug in it. And Slappy runs in behind them and pulls the rug out while they're all standing on it and says, Abracadabra, I love this trick. I'm just going to say, like every pun or joke or whatever they're supposed to be from Slappy in this episode are just are all grown worthy every one of them yeah um he's not funny big downgrade from part two i i missed the days when slappy called me a book of brain <laughs> <laughs> and when he was just fucking roasting mom oh for being God. a fat ass and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like mean it's still like pg mm. you know mean Ooh, but it still has a little bit more bite than like yeah kick you see <laughs> Your fat-ass mom has to weigh herself on one of them cattle. <laughs> cattle waves. Don't stand on an elevator. You'll take the whole thing down. <laughs> Eat some more fucking ice cream, mom, you lard. <laughs> Save some food for the rest of us. We're all starving. Oh, man. She wasn't even fat. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a tiny bit. The kids quickly stand up and hide as best as they can in the room. Mm. Slappy goes up to a recliner where Daniel is hiding, and just as he's about to be spotted, Daniel pulls up the footrest, launching Slappy all the way across the room onto the rug. Physics in this episode just, uh, non-existent. It's a bit cartoony. Mm -hmm. Trina and Daniel quickly spring to action, wrapping Slappy up in the carpet like they've done this before. They just get right into, like defense mode i don't know this is see this is where the part this is like the peak action of oh damn it's so early but it's like peak action of the episode Mm. yeah it's like this and a little bit later and that's about it yeah see roller coaster you're right god damn trina and daniel yell at zane to go upstairs and get slappy's trunk zane runs off and the two kids bind and gag slappy so that he can (laughs) shut the hell up with his puns Yeah, they do it for minutes, too. Zane eventually comes down with the box and opens it up, and they pick up Slappy and try to put him in, but he doesn't fit because he's fucking giant. And with enough struggling, they eventually manage to get all of Slappy in the giant trunk. Outside, the three kids carry the trunk through the dark all the while, 
It's shaking from slapping inside, banging all around. <laughs> yeah. They get to a well and drop his ass right in there. Yes. Yep. Tail chameleon style. I do love this. Yeah. When they drop it, you can hear Slappy go, nah, as he falls. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he falls a long way. It's pretty good. I like that part. The kids all high-five and stuff, and once again, we get a shot of somebody watching oh my God, from inside a window. this episode. Just spy on children. It's Rocky, who sees all of this and gives a little growl. Ugh. Back inside the house, the kids are talking about this crazy stuff that just happened. And Trina says, no way we tell our parents. They wouldn't believe it. You can tell Zane says, I don't believe it, and I was there. Yeah, you can tell them. They don't believe you. Who cares? Well, if you don't believe you, then you can just lift Slappy out of the well and be like, hey, see? Look at this. He's alive. Yeah. You, you know he would just, like, not talk, though. Well, now, yeah, maybe. But, like, also... They turn their heads, he would be like... Th- he could, like... Slappy is the kind of motherfucker who's sitting there like ah, ah, the whole time. So you know that he'd be doing that as they're dragging it up. They could just be like, Mom, Dad, shut up. We're going to lift this up because he thinks it's the kids. There you go. Yeah. And I have a feeling that Slappy wouldn't be able to resist just roasting the fuck out of Dad. <laughs> I wish he'd he would He'd be would've. like, oh, hey, Slappy, it's nice to meet you. And he'd be like, what the fuck? Look at this bow tie. <laughs> Fucking motherfucker. <laughs> How the fuck did you get married to this woman? How you doing, Urkel? (laughs) Yeah, I'd live for that. I wish it would have happened. I wish he would (laughs) have roasted Dad a little bit, but he doesn't. No. He needed to. Dad does need to be taken down (laughs) a peg or two. (laughs) You can't just be like a, a traveling ventriloquist, like out on the road for months and not be made fun of. Exactly. Trina says... At least it's totally over now. Yeah, The kids stand in a little semicircle, not talking for a few seconds. And Daniel says, I, uh, I guess we should just go to bed then, right? (laughs) The others say, yeah. But then they just stand there, looking around awkwardly. Daniel says, So, uh, I guess nobody wants to watch the monster movie marathon anymore. The others are like, nah. And they stand there for a while more. Then they all awkwardly say goodnight and go their separate ways. Yeah, because at this point it's like 9 o'clock bedtime. Yeah. So me telling that scene was probably like 30 seconds. Yeah. But in the episode, I feel like that was like 5 minutes. Just them standing there looking around. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just love it because they're just like, well, something incredibly traumatic just happened that none of us can explain, you know, with science or anything. They're just like, eh, let's split up and go to bed. <laughs> Nothing bad will happen. Yeah, I think they were all hesitant to, like, go off alone, but no one wanted to be like, hey, do you guys want to have a sleepover? I'm too scared to go to sleep alone. So, oh, well. they all just walked their separate ways. Hey there, everybody. Cortland here, your good buddy and your crime boss henchman. Thank you so much for joining us today, whether this is your first episode or you've listened to everything we got. We're just so thankful for you spending some time with us. 
Our giveaway is going on right now. With the conclusion of Season 2 just a week away, we're going to be giving away a bunch of sweet stuff. We're talking Goosebumps books, stickers, and more. My wife and I have been making wax crumbles and candles that are inspired by Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps, and we'll be including some handmade Zebo wax melts that are colored and scented to remind you of everyone's favorite clown. Just melt them down and your house will be smelling like cigars and chocolate pudding in no time. Trust me, it smells way better than it sounds. Check out our Instagram at Private Island Presents and our pin post on Twitter at PRVT Island for two ways to enter into win. As always, all patrons automatically get entered in for a third chance to win for the giveaway. If you'd like to become a patron for as little as a dollar a month, you'll get instant access to a bunch of bonus content as well as that third entry into the giveaway. That's patreon.com slash private island. I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons, the Bronze Beth, Eddie, Tristan, Venice Witch, Sarah, and Redemption, the Silver Goth, Shane, Stephen, Matt, Geraldine, Aaron, and Brittany, the Golden Day Days, Angela, Faith, Sarah, Shelley, Matt, and our newest patron, Derek, and the Platinum Bostics, Brian, Bryce, Farron, and Kathy. Thank you for your support, everybody. Brandon and I truly appreciate it. Next week is our season wrap-up episode, so I'll be announcing the winner then. I picked the winners on Monday, May 2nd, so enter in while you can. Come hang out with me this Wednesday as we watch some Are You Afraid of the Dark. That'll be Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on our Instagram. If you want to hang out with me while I play some video games, though, give me a follow on Twitch at twitch.tv slash privateislandc. I stream off and on during the week, and it's always a lot of fun. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for their work on the music for our show, aside from this theme dating star from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox. I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork, and he is working on our Season 3 artwork now, and I'm really excited for it. It's been a really big week for us again, and I just want to say thank you so much for everybody that's listened in. For now, I'll let you get back to the show, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye. Later, in bed, Trina is reading Zane's Conquering Your Fears book. She yawns and rolls over to go to sleep. And Slappy is standing there and says, I think, I listened to it like three or four times, Waiting up for me? Yeah, I think that's what I think is what he says too. Slappy laughs, and then it turns into a cough. And he hacks out a frog onto the bed <laughs> and says, I guess I had a frog in my throat. Oh my God. And laughs. Which uh is not a joke, Cortland, because that's just a fact. That's a thing that happened. I like it though, because like he inhaled the frog somehow within that box in the well, and the frog got in there. But I thought it was cute. That frog snuck its way inside an airtight box. (laughs) And then once inside of there, snuck its way into his tiny little puppet mouth. (laughs) This frog is suicidal, Cortland. Well, that's the last time we ever see the frog anyway. So (laughs) when when Trina jumps out of the bed, the frog is not there anymore. (laughs) She killed him. She whipped it off of the bed and splatted it against the wall. Trina runs to the door, and Daniel walks into the room with a baseball bat, ready to fuck shit up. Trina says, Slappy's back! And Daniel is like, tell me you're joking. Even though Slappy's laugh can still be heard yeah, in the room. emanating throughout the house. <laughs> and, and also he was like right outside the doorway listening, so I don't know, whatever. Yeah. He would be able to see him walking into the room, but again, whatever. <laughs> When Daniel actually turns his head to look at the bed, Slappy is gone. But there are tiny little muddy footprints on the ground and running up the wall 
leading to a vent. Fucking Spider-Man style. (laughs) Slappy's not only, like, you know, magically alive, but he can also just walk up walls. Sure. Why not? Okay. The kids run into Zane's room, but his door is blocked on the other side by a chair. Inside the room, Slappy is on top of Zane, breathing his green puppet breath into Zane's sleeping mouth. (laughs) I love that Zane just, like, instantly fell asleep. (laughs) Even though the kids are (laughs) screaming and stuff in the other room, he's just like... (sighs) Yeah. He's He's just like, puppet tried to kill me, that makes me sleepy. (laughs) Sleeps like a baby. Trina gives the door just a little bit of a push, and that chair busts down. When Trina and Daniel get into the room, it's just covered in dummies. Oh my god. They're everywhere. Slappy says, Look who decided to join the party! Better late than never! Trina demands to know what Slappy has done to Zane. Old Slaps says, See for yourself! Can we just talk about one second how hideous these dummies are? They're fucking spooky looking. What the hell is wrong with you, Dad? (laughs) Like, they have eternal damnation written across all their faces and stuff. Like, what the fuck, Dad? I don't think there's, like, a good looking dummy, but these dummies are definitely even worse. Mm -hmm. I would have liked to see them come to life, though, still. Yeah, me too. (laughs) They suck, but I'd love to see them come to life. Even just to, like, laugh. Just like, (laughs) be part of his army. If only... Rocky goes over to a chair and spins it around. And Slappy's in the background like, ooh, this will be good. Sitting in the chair is a ventriloquist dummy that happens to look like a young Hayden Christensen. (laughs) What did you think when you saw this, Cortland? I was just, uh, I don't know, Brandon. I was just kind of like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) He's a puppet now. I don't even know what to think. Still, I don't. I gotta say, like, they did a good job making this puppet prop. Because it, it does it does look like Zane. It does. It's got some it's got some delicate care put it. It kinda looks a bit like the Carly Beth bust. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Except we roasted like, that it's shit. not it's not hideous like that. It's just It does have a Hayden Christensen likeness, yes. Yeah. You can hear Zane trying to speak, like, as the puppet, but he's just making muffled sounds. Trina yells at Slappy to turn him back. And Slappy is like, You don't give the orders around here. I do. Daniel says, Alright, we've got to tell Mom and Dad. And Slappy goes, Oh no, you don't. You tell anyone. You's gonna be dummies just like Zane here. Okay. Sure. Um, there's this part where Slappy's sitting on the bed, and you can see Zane in the chair, and it's actually Hayden Christensen again. <laughs> yeah. It's Hayden Christensen with, like, some lines painted on his mouth to look like he's a dummy. Which Interesting. Which is weird. Why not just put um, the dummy there? Yeah. You made the they dummy. They must have not made it, like, a full dummy. Like, maybe oh. he doesn't have legs or something. Okay, that maybe must be it's mostly it just a bust. Alright, that makes sense. Yeah, but it does look silly to just have him sitting there. <laughs> As a human. (laughs) Slappy goes next to the Zane dummy and sticks his hand behind him and asks, So Zane, did you hear the one about the three kids that tried to outsmart the dummy? And Zane's puppet mouth opens and says, No, Slappy, tell me all about it. And it's hating Christensen's voice, but (laughs) doing 
a goofy accent. I liked it. It was funny. Slappy responds, they couldn't do it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good joke. Which, again, is not a joke. That is just talking. This is conversation. Daniel runs out of the room, and Trina chases after him. Daniel is freaking out, but Trina tries to calm him down, saying, We're smarter than these dummies, and we're not going to end up like Zane. He has to have some weakness. Wait a minute. Remember that weird card Slappy had in his pocket? I do. Daniel says, Yeah, it was like a spell or something. I wouldn't have remembered that. Like, that was such a tiny little detail that was nothing. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, Trina says, Yeah, it was a magic spell. I think it's what brought him to life. Daniel asks if she thinks it can be reversed by reading it backwards. And Trina is like, Yes, Daniel, you're a genius. We need to get that card. You're a genius, little brother. (laughs) Yeah, so they like kind of put all of that together very quickly out of pretty much nowhere. Yep, and then, spoilers, the next about five minutes is, uh, boring. (laughs) Well, there's like five minutes and thirty seconds left. (laughs) The kids run off, but Rocky has been at the top of the stairs listening to their whole conversation. Spying, again. Just so much spying. Eavesdropping. Oh my god. Outside, back at the well, the kids are trying to get the trunk out. Trina goes, let me just, and leans like (laughs) All the way into the well, basically falling in head first. I love it. Yeah. But Daniel just barely manages to catch her. Like Trina, stop it. She just practically jumps in. Like she dives in. <laughs> and if she had fallen in there, she would be dead because she'd be like head first in water with no way to move. Yeah. She'd be like back out. And she <laughs> she would just drown. Um, yeah, very stupid. Mm-hmm. She gets a much better idea, and starts raising the rope in the well. After a very long time, the trunk is pulled up. And by the way, it's like thunderstorming this whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's lightning and thunder, but it, it's dry as a bone. There's no rain at all. Yeah. They open the trunk, and it's empty. Oh, you don't fucking say. I mean, okay, I will say, Brandon, I was a little, I was a little curious as to what would be in the trunk, because Slappy... I don't know how he got out. I mean, magic, I guess. But I thought maybe there would be, like, another Slappy in there, perhaps? But there wasn't. There was literally nothing. It should just be filled with frogs. That'd be sweet. Or worms. Yeah. Arlstein's favorite. <laughs> or aliens. <laughs> <laughs> God. They run back into the house because Slappy must have the card on him. But in Zane's room, there's no dummies there anymore at all. No, I mean, it took him like half an hour to get up that well and then lift it up and stuff. So plenty of time for Slappy and Rocky to move all the dummies again. Yeah, they're not walking out of there by themselves. They literally have to carry these dummies upstairs. All of them. They've moved these dummies everywhere. That's all they've been doing. That would take so long. Like these, each one of these dummies like weighs as much as them. So like imagine carrying someone who like is as heavy as yourself just upstairs can you imagine all over the place you were given the gift of life and all you do is move stuff like you're just moving essentially furniture (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's the scariest thing when you think about it all it would take is one second of breathing and then you could just be like walk up the stairs yourself toots (laughs) but no well oh well whatever (laughs) 
Katrina figures out that all the dummies must be back in the attic. Upstairs, Rocky is standing silently. Slappy is sitting in a big chair like a mafia boss, not moving. Trina says that they must be sleeping, and Daniel yells, Do dummies sleep? (laughs) She tells him to shut up. Trina goes to slowly sneak up to Slappy, but the floor starts creaking loudly. So she sends Daniel, who's smaller and lighter. Fair enough. Daniel inches his way over to Slappy and reaches out to grab the card in his front pocket, but Slappy slaps his arm away and says, Don't touch the merchandise. The kids turn to run to the stairs, but Rocky has blocked the way. And we get a close-up to see that the card that he was reaching for has just been left on the chair that Slappy was sitting on. Right. Okay. He should have just, like, grabbed it. Like, he went to grab it. Like, that's what they want. And Slappy was like, yeah. But you could just be like, all right, but I'm taking it because you're a puppet and you're not that strong. Well, they already overpowered him once, so... He's got a lot of superpowers, but, like, super strength doesn't seem to be one of them. Yeah, except he ripped that carpet from under the kids, so I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, you're right. And he has super powerful kicks to launch Zane across the room. <laughs> Slappy grabs Daniel and says, You see what I did to Zane? Now it's your turn. Slappy starts to breathe his green breath, but Daniel punches Slappy's ass across the room. Yeah, because that's what it takes. Yeah, because he's a puppet. Sometimes. <laughs> Trina notices the card sitting on the chair and snatches it. She starts reading the words backwards. Slappy is like, no, you can't. Don't do it. Here's my problem. Okay, stop you for just a second, Brandon. Yeah. I thought for sure, because Slappy gets launched across the room and then he scuttles behind the chair, which we already saw has an opening in it that Dad used to do the gag in the first part of the episode. Mm -hmm. And that's not used. I thought at least he was going to grab her hand when she grabbed the card, because there's that slit there and he's behind the chair. He can do it. But they don't. They don't use it again. Yeah, that's... It's a waste. Instead, we got five minutes of them trying to lift that toad up from the well. (laughs) Like, that's fine. You know what? Who cares? It's not, but we'll move on anyway. (laughs) When Trina finishes the words, Slappy makes choking sounds and falls to the floor. Rocky goes... Oh, no, and collapses. All right, crisis averted. The kids approach Slappy's unmoving body very slowly. When they get real close, Slappy sits up and is like, gotcha, 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 and he laughs. (laughs) Good one, Slappy. Rocky stands up and laughs, too, but Slappy tells him to shut up. (laughs) Slappy tells the kids, face it, you're mine. And you're just going to do what I say for the rest of your lives. You are my slaves, just like Rockhead over there. And Rocky goes, hey, it's trouble in paradise, Court. Oh, no. Slappy orders Rocky to get the kids. Trina says, Rocky, you don't need to be anybody's slave. You were always dad's favorite. Whenever he did a charity show, he'd always take you. He would never call you a slave. Well, yeah, I'm sure the thought never crossed his mind. Because it's his property, but whatever. I find it odd that Dad would, like, take the, like, mafia gangster puppet show Hmm. to, like, charity shows. Yes. Rather than, you know, just a generic... Well, the other ones are horrifying, so, you know, you don't want to bring the old man that's screaming in eternal agony to the children's (laughs) (laughs) charity fair. 
All right, the ruthless criminal might be the best choice in that scenario. <laughs> it is the most well-built dummy, so looks the best. Yeah. Rocky takes a look at Slappy, but Slappy is like, Don't listen to her. You listen to me. Now get her, you sorry sack of sawdust. Rocky gets closer to the kids, and Trina says, When Dad found you, you were all messed up, and he fixed you and made you a part of our family. And this is how you're going to repay him? Again, Rocky looks at Slappy for a rebuttal. And Slappy says, I gave you life. So are you going to side with her or me? Give him that old mom guilt trip. (laughs) I paid you into this world. I could take you out. (laughs) (laughs) Rocky takes a couple of steps towards Trina. And Slappy says, you see? There was no contest. Just then, Rocky swings around and sucker punches the fuck out of Slappy. He picks him up and throws his puppet ass across the room. Yeah. And what ensues is a struggle between two children in costumes fighting, which I think is illegal. (laughs) Yeah. Unless you pay him, then it seems oh, all right. Yeah, as long as long as you pay and film it, I get. I don't know. I, I think TikTok would probably like that, that. TikTok would probably get taken down pretty quick. <laughs> I don't know. It's only one way to find out. You're gonna have to do it though. I only got one kid. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, they're fighting all the time anyway. Oh, just put it on TikTok. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Slappy is like, "The hell are you doing?" Rocky sits on top of Slappy and says, "No one goes against the family." And punches him in the face. Except for like that whole uh, day and a half where you did, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Now he's all Vin Diesel about it. (laughs) They roll around a bit more, and then Slappy breaks free and runs up to another dummy. He says, get up, I need some help here. But before he can make that dummy come alive, Rocky grabs him and yells, Keep your bad breath to yourself! The kids have just been standing there full-time blank-faced. Yep, kids don't really do anything anymore. Yeah, they've got nothing to do in this scene. Rocky picks Slappy up over his head and fucking throws him out the window. Yeah. This is like major Return of the Jedi vibes. Oh my god, right? Slappy bounces around on the roof before grabbing onto the edge. He lifts his head up and says, Don't you get it? I'm invincible! Fair enough. I have the high just... ground. <laughs> he doesn't. I know. <laughs> just <laughs> the <then>. joke sucked. <laughs> just then, a bolt of light. Oh lord! <laughs> just then, a bolt of lightning hits the weather vane on top of the roof, and a line of electricity travels implausibly down the roof. <laughs> Down the directly I don't know. to the wooden dummy, which explodes. <laughs> Cortland, he fucking explodes, he explodes like he had C4 stuffed up his ass. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's like one of the best explosions we've seen in the show, and it's just some puppet getting electrocuted. It's a very violent, delicious explosion. Wow. It's crazy. As soon as Slappy is obliterated, Rocky collapses to the ground, and Zane wakes up as a real boy. He says, I just had the weirdest dream. 
and goes in to take a picture of Trina and Daniel for some reason. Yeah, odd. I don't know why he immediately picks up his camera and starts click-clicking it. Don't get it. Yeah. Did he go to bed with that camera? (laughs) He must have. (laughs) He sleeps with his camera, and then he wakes up from a weird dream, and his first instinct is to just take a picture of his cousins. Um, okay, so I just rewound a little bit, because I have the episode up. He does not yeah. have the camera when he is a dummy in the room. So Slappy, Busted. Slappy put it on him, I guess? World exclusive. He, like, lovingly put it around his neck, gave him a smooch. <laughs> I know you love this, buddy. <laughs> Here you go, Zane. <laughs> Sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> we get a shot of Slappy's smoldering, decapitated head. <laughs> and there's a shutter sound. Fucking... The Zane I don't know take what a the implication is there. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. The next, mor- <laughs> the next morning, Trina is lining up the dummies in the attic. She stops at Rocky and puts her hands on his face, saying, Thank you. Okay. Then she walks back downstairs. The camera pulls in real close to Rocky's face as some kind of, like, fake Godfather music song plays. And then... That's it. Nothing happened. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna move his eyebrow at least, but no. Or smile. Yeah, I think they wanted us to think that, but um, what a waste of time. <laughs> at least we got that fake guy bother music. Downstairs, Uncle Cal is there to pick up Zane. Trina says she can't wait for Zane to come back. Zane is like, oh, uh, yeah, me too. But then Trina says, no. Really? We liked having you around. And then Zane is like, Really? Well, maybe next time you can come over to my house. Wow. Mom goes, Well, as a matter of fact, we thought we'd send Trina and Daniel to spend Christmas with you. Christmas? <laughs> yeah. The time to be closest to family. We're going to ship them off. These parents cannot be away from these kids <laughs> enough. Any wow. chance they can get. Their birthdays, Christmas, please go. (laughs) Love it. My Mother's Day gift is to not spend any time with my kids. (laughs) Outside, the kids are waving goodbye to Zane. Just before he reaches the car, Zane stops. Oh boy. Then, his head full-on spins exorcist style completely around, and he says, I'll be seeing you real soon. Cousins. His dad don't notice a thing, though, and Zane gets in the car, and they drive off, leaving Trina and Daniel to wonder if they have to murder their cousin. <laughs> the end. Yep, dad just is oblivious to this this demonic <laughs> presence within his son. <laughs> wow, okay. But the episode's not over, oh, because okay. now we're back to your boy! R.L. Stein. Tell me more. He says, Now they're the story that's sure to turn some heads. <laughs> he turns to the R.L. Stein dummy, who says, The ending did have a good twist. The real R.L. says, Well, that's all for now. Have a good night, everyone. Then his arms are pulled up by ropes attached to them. Oh my god. Like he's a marionette. He looks up at his puppet master and says, What? He and look, a deep looks up at Fox Kids. 
and a deep voice says, Have a scary night. Carl Stein looks at the camera and shakes his head in disappointment. (laughs) And that's the end. Yes. (laughs) He's like, God damn it. This is the last episode I'm doing. (laughs) And it is. No, I don't get to see my boy again? Yeah, spoilers, Cortland. This is the last time. Wow. I'm glad he left in his most disappointed way ever. Just like, fuck this shit. (laughs) I'm out. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fox Kids was just like, (laughs) say that line again, you idiot. (laughs) Arl Stein's like, I have too much money for this. I'm done. Whatever. We don't need you for goosebumps. (laughs) Oh, well, that's uh, Night of the Living Dummy 3. Wow. And we're done with season two now, aren't we? Are we? I think that's the last episode of season two. All right. I could see why they would want to end it on a fan favorite. Yeah. Yeah. People love Slappy. All right. Slappy's great. I like Slappy too. Um, I like him when he's extra sassy. All right. Well, that season took us two years to get felt through, like I it. think. I feel like, we've. I mean, it's like almost 30 episodes of season two. So longest season yet. Yeah. This is like... Two seasons of Are You Afraid of the Dark, pretty much. Yeah. It's exciting. I'm, I'm we're, was, we're in season three next. I'm looking forward to season three, I gotta say. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. What would you say is the moral of this whole thing? Mm. Now that you've seen seen the whole picture. Okay, If uh, my moral takeaway from here, if you have a well in your house, dump all your shit in it. If you don't want something, dump it down the well. Yeah. Frogs, dummies, whatever. Yeah, who cares? Dump it. Um, spend time with your kids. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, just a little bit. Like, it doesn't have to be a lot. Just uh, <laughs> some. Any, really. <laughs> People that do ventriloquism get everything they want. Giant houses, a smoking wife. <laughs> yeah. The only drawback is that you are a fucking weirdo. Oh, man. That's not so bad, though, really. Yeah, right. I mean, you don't interact with anybody else, so it's all good. Who's going to see you be a weirdo? Your smoking hot wife? Like She's into that shit. That's pretty much it. She has to be. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) That's all I got, Brandon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's no moral. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is moralless. (sighs) Invite Hayden Um, Christians into your house. It'll be a great time. Night of the Living Dummy. Three is an uninspiring title. Indeed. It's just it's just three. Um what what else could we call this story? Or maybe it maybe just a subtitle. Night of the Living Dummy Three Colon What? Night of the Two Living Dummies. Hey. Yeah. Night of the All the Living Dummies, except not really, because we didn't have the budget. Right. Um Something about kicking Hayden Christensen in the ass. <laughs> Please kick him in the ass. <laughs> he wants it. Go kick Hayden Christensen in the ass. Yes. I mean, legally we can't say that, but... <laughs> yeah, don't do it, but Please. just like, read the book Please about it. Please go kick him. <laughs> um, yeah. See, I'm, <laughs> here's what I'm struggling with, Brandon. Are we getting worse at doing this, or did this episode really give us nothing? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. 
think you might be right. Um, I I mean, I'm constantly now just like it came from beneath the something or my somethingest adventure. Yeah, I know. They're they're so good though. Sometimes you can't not do them. My hairiest adventure is a way better title than it is an episode. Good point. Yeah, sounds exciting, and it's not. <laughs> no, it really isn't. <laughs> they're going on an adventure, but they don't. <laughs> Okay, we need to stop. Okay. My dummiest adventure. Boom. Okay. Done. That's it. Um all right. Well, that's it for this episode and for season two. Okay. Well what are we doing next week Cor- then? Yeah. Are you excited to find out what we're doing next? Yes, tell me everything. You're gonna have to wait to find out what the next episode is. Oh, okay. Because next week we are going to look back at these last five years of doing season oh two. God. Yeah. And you know, we're going to have to rank all 25 episodes. Fuck. Okay, the problem I have here, Brandon, is I've, like, literally forgotten <laughs> what we've covered already. All right, well, just watch watch all the episodes <sighs> in preparation. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to have our, our uh, wrap-up episode where we take questions and discuss the season, give out little awards. Yay. And uh, overall, just celebrate the season that was. Okay, yeah. That'll be fun. No writing notes. I know, right? <laughs> That's the best part about the season wrap-ups. Uh, well, I'm excited. I'm excited to to talk about season two, but I'm also very excited to start season three. Same. We're like halfway done now. Dude, well, honestly, if we look ahead... I think we're over halfway done because season four only has like eight episodes or something. So, oh my goodness, we just got to get through the season three hump, which um, spoilers. I've heard on Twitter it is some people's favorite seasons and it's other people's least favorite seasons. So I'm interested All to right. see well, what happens. We'll have to see where we fall. Yeah, um, I will say, though, we've already gotten a couple of questions in, so I can't wait. I know by the time this episode comes out, we'll have already recorded it, but <laughs> looking forward to more questions. Yes, please send your questions in. <laughs> all right, Cortland. Yeah. I am tired. I know. I'm I going tell. to sleep. I have been up all night. I have edited out every yawn of yours already. <laughs> <laughs> there are many. I know. I got them all. All right. I will talk to you next week for the season two wrap up episode. Sounds good. Can't wait. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye.